Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. How and why are you drunk at 6 o'clock? Well, the how's pretty self-explanatory, and the why is because I thought we were leaving at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Ergo, Latin, plenty of time to sleep it off. At the club, Club 1080. The hottest spot north of Milwaukee At the club, Club 1080 Souk and Rob's passion are always the fashion at the club They fell in love I felt that one. That one hit hard. That's the vacation club. He said one more hour till vacation. You're damn right. I thought you meant the fart. Oh, uh, no. That too. <laughs> that too. I, I thought I was like, oh, is that an actual fart? I Boy, thought I had a fart sound. I had one of those last night. Not me, but the dog. Ooh, Boy, let one go? It was, he just was on one. To the point where, you ever have that where your animal, you think something's wrong? Like it can't be normal? Like I have a bulldog. Mm-hmm. and The Akita doesn't get real stinky. That's the best dog I've ever had, by the way. Like the Akita? The Akita. He's silent. He never makes a sound. Deadly. <laughs> never makes a sound. Doesn't fart. Doesn't drool. He only sheds twice a year. He's oh. just, he's the best. That's not bad at all. Yeah. I, I have zero complaints about that dog. Best dog I've ever had. The bulldog, I love. He might be my favorite dog that I've ever had. He's just, he's the rocket sausage. I love that little dude. He's just the man. And he's getting all the long in the tooth, but he is the most lovable little dude. But he's got, like, nine different things I can complain about. He's just tooting up a storm. But he sometimes, there's some, the, the bulldog, they're just not designed very well. And last night, we're just laying there because he sleeps in bed with us. Yeah. And he just was on one to the point where I literally was like, something must be wrong. It's been, like, two hours of this. This is not, this this is not normal. Healthy. No. Like, I don't know what happened. Then, like, we start blaming each other. Like, you start talking to you. You're like, what the hell did you feed him? And it gets all personal. You're like, I didn't feed him anything. And you're like, well, I didn't feed him. Like, this just can't be a naturally occurring thing. There was some sort of demon. There was some sort of evil. trying to escape. Yeah, there was a haunting in his arse. A Stranger Things demogorgon or something like that. Yes, it was so bad. And then you look down at him, and he actually looks ashamed. And then I feel bad for him again. I'm like, oh, I, and I think he knows. That's the worst when you when your pet knows something is going on with them so bad that they have a look on their face that they have the awareness to feel bad about it. Yeah, you just look down. And you're like, oh, I'm so sorry, buddy. And then you like you want to like love him. You're like, come here. And then the moment you embrace him, and like his, you can just hear it go, <sighs> and you're like, son of a. And I don't know if he's just playing games with me at that point, and he's a he's an inverted sleeper. 
he he goes ass first. He backs it up. Oh, oh he backs okay. that ass up. I was to like, you. wait, hold on. Does he snore out of his butt? Like, what are we talking about here? No, inverted. he's an he's an inverted yeah, yeah. he's his, an inverted his sleeper. Is, his butt is by you. Yeah, My he, dog's the same. Way. Yeah, he doesn't do head to uh, he doesn't yeah. do head to head. He does ass to head. Oh, and he just oh. like he backs That's a whole other thing. Are yeah, you, do you pink eye. Do you need to get tested? It's possible. Was, it was a rough night, though. Shoot, I was gonna say like because my dog he he does that too, but he sleeps right about at my knee. My dog's a little purse dog, and he's getting old. And you know uh, they they sell dogs for men, right? You know that. Well, when you're hypoallergenic, you take what you can get. All right. Are you one of those? Do you have like some sort of poodle thing? I have a cockapoo. Yeah, had a cockapoo. I have a cockapoo named Peanut, and he's yeah. the best. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. He, he'd kick your ass. <laughs> Don't you dare talk bad about Peanut. But I'll tell you what. For me, with him, it isn't like farts. He doesn't really fart. It's his breath. Like he's got some sort of like breath thing where, and he's getting old now, so he's starting to lose some teeth. No. Oh, yeah. What he likes to do is he likes to go and like lick my floor right by where my head is for my bed. Yeah. And I, it just reeks. It is the worst. The worst breath. I would rather have him fart, to be honest with you. His dog breath is absolutely foul. Dogs are the most fascinating thing because they're just, I, I, I can't not have one. No, they're, they're I can't. the best. My life, I have not, I'm trying to think. I have not had a dog-free home since I was probably 20. Like I got, wow. I got my first dog when I was in college. Okay. And there has never been a time, because I'm an, I'm an overlapper. I, I uh, you get a dog. I get a dog. See it start to die. Yeah. Buy a new one. Start to love it more. So when it dies, it doesn't hurt you as bad. Yeah, I'm that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I am. I'm okay. that. Like if, yeah. if if I get a, a a dog that's a little bit of a senior, then like we now, uh, my bulldog is is nine. We've already planted these seeds in the Buckley house that we know ex- about exactly the date our our single current dog is that we will go and get a second one to make sure that overlap is covered. Yeah, I'm mm. I'm 100 percent that way because there's my brother's the opposite. My brother does the. I can't live on. I can't love another dog. It has to be like years till he, you know, to really? when one dies. And I have always been an overlapper. I just don't. It would be so weird to me to come home and not and not have a dog. Feels empty. Yeah, I can't do it. Like even when our dogs like at the groomers or at the vet, it, it feels it strange feels to be, be very, home and not have that presence there. Yeah, it's, very weird. It's strange. So like when we had my my bulldog went, and I've had this with like with three my. I had two bulldogs, mm-hmm. and the other one died in in January of yep. this year, and that's that. My family convinced me to get the the Akita, and I only agreed to have three because I knew we'd only have three for for a, for a, a year, yeah, and then that's bit. what happened. And so now the bulldogs in there, so I always have the stagger too. But they're so weird because they're such pains in the asses. They stink, and they're expensive, and they're a pain, and they. You know, there's just like there's a million things that are inconvenienced, and I don't care. It is, it's like the, it's the best part of my day when you come home and I get those two, this little tiny thing, and then this half bear that just run towards me. There's just not a better feeling in my day than when I open the door and I see them both come running at me. It's, it's they're amazing. It's because they love you unconditional. Yes. I mean, like my dog, I I slept in today. I was like, I'm gonna sleep in. I'm gonna get to do prime time. So. I'm going to not get up at 6 in the morning. I'm going to sleep in until whenever I get up. The dog didn't leave me. The cleaners showed up in the house and were cleaning the house, and he did not leave me. Look at 
Look at Will, by the way, with with house cleaners. Huh? My parents have look, house cleaners. Look at Will over here no, claiming. No, no, look no, at no, Will no, claiming no, he's no, got a Mike Lynch situation. No, 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 no. He's got a Mike no, Mike Lynch. No, Mike, no, Mike Lynch no. sandbagged us for years talking about his. That's his, because he went to private school. I barely got into the public school. And yet you have housekeepers. Hmm. My parents have housekeepers. Hmm. I can't afford to move must, out of my parents' house. Must be nice. Yeah, I didn't. For but my parents. Did, did you have housekeepers? Uh, when I lived at home, I did. Yeah, you sons yeah. of bitches! Yeah. I That's can tell. Right. I can tell you since I have since my wife and I uh, have had our own place, uh, we have not had housekeepers. Interesting. I you can guys, tell you right now, I will not have house cleaners. You in guys my first house. both grew up with house cleaners. Well, no. Around high school, my parents mm. made enough money to must, ha- hire a housekeeper. Must be nice. Some of us blue collar workers from blue collar families, we don't have housekeepers. Well, maybe you should have made more money. Must then. be nice to be Ryan Buckley and Will. In there with housekeepers. Hey. Tell you, tell you what, being born into suburbia didn't suck. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Upper middle class is fine. <laughs> and here, both your both your uh, parents teachers, huh? Both of them are teachers. And yet we hear a lot about teachers not getting paid. And yet, you know what? They get paid enough to have house cleaners. Oh yeah, that's this Jeff, is going to go over well. I Jeff, can't wait till I get home and Jeff, my mom reads me the riot act. Do you have a butler too? Do you have a butler as well? No, Jeff, we couldn't Jeff, afford Jeff, that. Do you have a chef? No, we have, have we have house cleaners that showed up once a month and they help clean our house and they're wonderful housekeepers. Mm-hmm. I very much like them. Interesting. How dare you? T- you should. Interesting. Maybe you should talk to them. Maybe you should talk to my I, parents. I can't and afford. I can get you a number. I don't. I can't afford house cleaners, and I apparently I don't make uh, that that teacher salary. I don't make those big teacher bucks. I went into the wrong profession. Well, I'll tell you right now, it's not that hard to figure out how much each teacher makes. It's all right there. Interesting. A bunch of silver spoon bitches around here. I was born with the silver spoon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Topaz, maybe. Silver spoon. Interesting. I Let's fail see. to see how my parents paying for a housekeeper has anything to do with me. It's all trickle down. <laughs> you probably have a housekeeper right now. I told you I don't. I think you do. You've got a wife that goes to, to meetings to try to get speed bumps put outside of your fancy neighborhood. <laughs> Meanwhile, your housekeeper, your housekeeper's in there cleaning up, making dinner for you. Our housekeeper's never made I, dinner for I us. thought we finally got rid of that uppity rich bitch Mike Lynch, but apparently now I've just replaced him. Yeah, they're we're, at, we're actually, uh, you know... We're, Multiplying at a rate that you could, can't handle now. It's despicable. Well, you're out here acting like we're making a bunch of money. I'm sorry that Mountain View is just a cesspool of poor. No, I got nothing. I got. I'm just, I'm just a lowly. I'm just a lowly radio man over here. No. Uh, two nickels to rub together. Unbelievable. You have a moat and lived on a mountain. That's, you had your own mountain. That's yeah, but it was a white trash mountain, and it was by a guy that lit tire fires. Are we come back? Uh, Lance Armstrong news. I do have more dog news, which is why we're going to talk about this in the first place. And then we got derailed. Suddenly a lot to get to. We'll see what we can get through on uh, Club 1080 here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're talking about dogs, and now we'll get a little cross-reference between dogs and Olive Garden. Um, Ooh. Yeah. That's good in the neighborhood. I think that's Applebee's. I'll tell you what, Applebee's? I think Olive... Underrated. I think... Oh, my God. No, oh, dude. There's some great <laughs> drinks. Like... Have some great drinks. Applebee's. I'm, I'm glad Rob's not here. He'd slap you. I mean, Mike Lynch might kick you in the balls. Are you? Are you? Applebee's. Apple, it's okay. Underrated. Yeah. Underrated. It stays open late. It's good. That's the criteria so, for being so, underrated. So basically, what we've determined: the drinks it, are cheap and they taste good. You know what else stays open late and has drinks? A bar. Yeah. Well, not all of them. There's some bars now that close at like 11. That close before Applebee's? Yes. The but, Applebee's in Richland stays open later than so, any other bar that the, I've been to. I just to love that Will's, Will's criteria for a, a restaurant being good is they have drinks and they're open late. That's that's the criteria. Walking for, for, distance uh, to my house. For Applebee's being underrated. Walking There's distance. the rub. Stumbling distance. Walking that's distance that's distance why it's underrated. And and here's the thing. I, I am not afraid to, to walk. I have walked all over Ellensburg a time or two when I've been drunk to get home safe and sound. Although that is what you're supposed to do, but that's what led to my jaywalking ticket. Like, are, isn't that what you're supposed to do well, when me? you're intoxicated is walk home as opposed to doing the irresponsible thing and... Getting behind a motor uh, vehicle wheel of some sort? Yes, but it's probably more responsible to not yell at the police officer when they come after you. Don't write me a jaywalking ticket. It's the most ridiculous thing in the world. It a is jaywalking a ticket story. outside of a bar? It's like, a crazy really? story. Of all the things you can get me for leaving a bar, you're going to get me for crossing the street to another bar? Get at And by the way, it's a street that's closed down to traffic. The only one that's allowed in there is like taxis and whatnot. It's like one of those entertainment districts. Yeah. What am I going to get run over by a rickshaw? Dude, my Come buddy on. got uh, got a jaywalking ticket after a game at Autzen Stadium crossing Franklin Boulevard. There were like 300 Oregon students crossing. Seriously. And the, and the guard was like, don't go. I'm telling you, don't go anywhere. And everyone just starts to walk anyways. And he just grabs my buddy and he gives him a ticket. Well, he had to fill his quota. I'll just say, right, I've said it. That's the worst experience I've ever had with a police officer of all time. I try to support our police. I know they're doing a hard job, but for that cop right there, kiss my ass. That's the most ridiculous ticket written in the history of mankind. It it had to be that he filled the quota. (laughs) That's not like a ticket that you just write. And I will say that if someone is getting ready to write you a jaywalking ticket or thinking about it, it's not a good idea to tell the cop what you think about that ticket. Again, you can probably enhance that ticket. Mm. Um, But no, Olive Garden is not eating good in the neighborhood. I think Olive Garden, what is their slogan? Is that is that a taste of Italy? When you're here, your family. When you're here, your family. I thought it was breadsticks and salads. (laughs) Same sort of thing. I I mean, unlimited breadsticks is the deal. Yeah. So we know that um, right now it's hard to find good employees, especially at your Applebee's and your Olive Gardens of the world. We've gone through some sort of a cultural revolution where people are no longer willing to put up with crappy jobs. It's <laughs> no, just, no one wants to work in the service industry anymore, period. No, and they're just not showing up. Some people put up with crappy jobs. <laughs> just want that out there. It's out there. So apparently there was, a, there was a manager at the Olive Garden, and I guess he was so frustrated. By the way, this is in Kansas. <laughs> 
in, Kansas uh, of all places. And known for its Italian cuisine. Well, Rob has said that when he was growing up, the Applebee's in the Olive Garden was a big deal. Like yeah. that was like the nicest that Salina, Kansas had to, to offer. I remember being excited for my birthday to go and get the never ending pasta bowl. That's a big deal. It was it was a big thing. And you maybe haven't reached that phase because you're you're still kind of entering like your uh, your adulthood. There is a shift for most people when eating at Applebee's and Olive Garden is no longer considered uh, a nice night out. Oh, I know it's not a nice <laughs> night out. It's what I can afford. Exactly. Night out. See it, Janet. I've never once claimed that it was a nice night out. It's so, what I could afford. So apparently, this manager had gotten so angry at people calling in for varying uh, varying degrees of hey, I can't make my shift. And if you know anyone that works in any sort of service industry, this is now just basically become a normal thing. Yeah. People just and by the way, he should feel happy that people are calling in. I know guys that work in in, in service industries that they'll tell you their their employees just don't show up, and then they show up like two days later and they act like nothing's wrong. The dude's like, "Hey, where were you?" And they're like, "What are you talking about?" Like, "Hey, you didn't show up for work." And they're like, oh. "Wasn't here." Yeah, wasn't here. Plead so, ignorance. And you st- you can't fire him because you don't have anyone else. And so it's Thunderdome right now. But I guess this guy was so angry that someone called and said that um, their dog died. Said, I can't make my shift today. My dog died. And this manager demanded that the employee bring in, he went full Ferris Bueller. He demanded that the the employee bring in the dead dog. Otherwise, he was not going to excuse Ed Rudy. Just roll his own bones over here. No. And uh, apparently this went viral in a shocking development. The employee took to uh, Facebook and to Twitter and to Instagram. And the manager has now officially been fired uh, by the Olive Garden. As he should be. As he should be. But And he claims that our call-offs that were occurring at a staggering rate. And he said, from now on, if you call off, you might as well go out and look for another job. We are no longer tolerating any excuse for calling in. If you're sick, you need to come prove it. If your dog died, you need to bring it in and prove it to us. You needed a doctor's note. Now, the doctor note's one thing. I was going to say, could he have done like a vet's death certificate or something like that? The, that's one thing. But the, the dead dog, you can't ask someone to roll in the dead dog. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. Um, I'd rather have someone not show up, even if they, you know, if, even if they're a little sick. I don't want someone out there hacking on my lasagna. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, I feel like, dude, if you even have a case of the sniffles, like you got to stay home. Yeah, and I also don't want your dead dog in my Olive Garden. I think that's a that's a bit problematic. If I'm in there trying to get some chicky chicky parm parm, I don't want to see dead rover being walked in the front door. I don't know if there's an employee entrance or not. If you take that to the back. Plus, I'm not sure what the, the health... smell wouldn't change. I'm not sure what the health code violation I think the smell would be about the same. Well, you can't penetrate the Olive Garden smell. And I'll give the Olive Garden credit. When you go in, it smells delightful. It is. Well, it's Italian food. Yeah, restaurants smell good no matter what. That's well, not, not true. That's not that's true. That's not true at all. Most restaurants of a certain uh, uh, cleanliness oh. should smell good. Wait, so you're starting to tell me now that if it is an upper-tier restaurant, it is going to smell well. <laughs> So by your logic, therefore, the Olive Garden is a decent restaurant no, I that think, may or may not feed people dead dogs. I think what we're saying is the Olive Garden is not a cesspool. I think we've all walked into that uh, bar or diner, possibly breakfast joint, where you walk in and you immediately, it, there's a musty smell to it. 
You're not sure what the, you, you the just seeds know. Have uh, duct tape. Yes, on them. there's 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 a high moisture content there. There's probably some spores, and it smells like about 25 percent too much burned food, burned yes, oil, and yes. charred stuff. And yet, for whatever reason, I feel like we all continue. Like when you walk into a restaurant, very few times do you leave. Like we just walk in and you're like, well, this might as well happen. Like you just you sit down, and I feel like breakfast joints are the biggest culprit of this. I don't know what it is about breakfast joints, but you can get away with running the most disgusting breakfast joint, and people still think it's wonderful. In fact, I'll go out on a limb and say that the vast, if you ask someone, like in any town, hey, what's the best spot for breakfast? And they'll tell you, well, this, this, and this. Yeah. And if you show up, the vast majority of them are what we're talking about. Duct tape on the seats. Cesspools. Yes. You've got burnt coffee. Yes. It's there, a very like middle aged fifty year old lady calling you honey. Hundred percent. There is a place in Vancouver that is like always gets voted like number one breakfast in Vancouver for like twenty straight years. It's called Carol's Corner. Oh, and the like, shiny one. This, it's like off of that place sucks, and it's off of like St. John's Road. Carol's Corner. It just looks like an old. It just looks like an old house that someone turned into a breakfast it joint. Sucks, and people love it. And they and you walk into that place, not one nickel has been invested in Carol's Corner in the 25 or 30 years that they've been open. But people, you go there on any morning and there will be a line around the corner waiting to go in and get like some 17 like egg omelet that will give you a heart attack. But you will go and eat it, and it will be wonderful. Oh, yeah, and you'll think there will be pepper on it, but really it's the <laughs> cigarette ashes from the cook. Yeah, there were there were quite a few places like that in Ellensburg. I was always happy in Ellensburg if there wasn't an animal present in the restaurant. <laughs> yes. That was always like, oh, sweet, this is one of the clean ones. Yeah, right here. Uh, cameos on 82nd and Sandy, good food, but damn, exactly. Go into Cameo sometime. They have like this wonderful strong bread and this jam. It's a, it's a great place, but yet everything is sticky. Everything. You sit down, you're sticking to your seat. Don't even look at, don't touch the menu because you're not going to be able to get it off the table. There's just, there's some sort of like adhesive. That, Syrup everywhere. It is. And it, it's just got this weird, like, it's the weirdest decor. It's like there's a bunch of doilies around there. It, it's very, very strange. But it is, it's it's a great place to eat. But yeah, you walk in, just be prepared. For whatever reason, breakfast joints are like that. They just are. Olive Garden's not so much, but apparently the Olive Garden, if you are going to call in, bring... If you're going to call in because your, your your dog died, you're going to have to show up with the dog. Well, At sounds, least in Kansas. That sounds fair. I, I think I, it's I, fair. I think that sounds yeah, fair. my dog's dead. Well, I'm going to need... How about a photo? I'll, I'll, I'll bring that over to Stone Cold Jeff Austin. <laughs> Next time that my dog dies, I'll bring it in and be like, Just hey, a sorry, phone call from this. the vet. You can even fake it. If you can do a good <laughs> enough job faking the vet, you can get off the hook. This is Dr. Rick, Rick Mitchells. Uh, this, is, uh, this is Jason's vet and... I'm sorry, his dog has died. <laughs> like, no, he's dead. I hit him with a stick. I swear he's dead. I, I, I poked him with a stick. I he's poked dead. him like half a dozen times. He's not moving. He's dead. I'm just going to take a photo of my dog passed out on the side. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. He's dead. Uh, what do we got coming back? Oh, I got two ways I can go with this. We can talk value or we can talk Lance Armstrong. Dealer's choice when we come back. Here is Buck with SportsCenter. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now we're just having people that are just uh, texting in, like, their disgusting breakfast spots. Like, no one goes to, like, a, a cleanly breakfast. 
it doesn't impossible. happen. It is. It and and all the food. It's there's just something about breakfast. It's like the unhealthiest meal you can you can eat. I don't like, eat breakfast anymore. Yeah, like because of it. Yeah, no one goes in like at a lunch and says, "Hey, why don't you give me some biscuits covered in seven pounds of sausage gravy?" Like you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't no. do it for dinner. You wouldn't do it for breakfast. But it's like, hey, it's seven forty-five. Load me up with that. Yep. Like give you me just a big old thing of hash brown. <laughs> like give me an entire two potatoes and just make them fried and crispy, and then give me five pancakes. That all it is is just straight carbs. Yes. Like it's, well, it's gross. it's breakfast cake. It really it's is. literally breakfast cake covered in butter and butter and syrup with a with a side of of sausage and the grease pulled on it, and you just like breakfast is in our we've turned breakfast into the most unhealthy meal. That you could possibly have, Easily. Yeah. Like, add, like like the fattiest meats in sausage and bacon. Yes, and then you you add the the sweets and the carbs with like waffle French toast pancake Ooh, type cut type deal. Uh, <laughs> cover it with butter, more fat. Cover it with syrup, more sugar. There was a more sugar with French toast. Yeah, there's a there's a little breakfast place. It's called Valerie's, and it was it's over by my house. And um, I, when I was when I was single, I used to eat there a lot for breakfast. I'd go work out, and then I would hit Valerie's on the way home. And I would sit at the counter, and they had a little oatmeal. Uh, they had just like some some homemade oatmeal that I thought was really good. It's oatmeal with like some fruit, and that would be like my post workout yeah. meal. Yeah, and it was like six bucks. I was like, dude, done and done, right? And so I would sit in there all the time from the gym, and I'd sit at the front and and, and eat it. And if you've ever looked around at the breakfast counter <laughs> at a, at a diner, God bless. Look, it's just people trying their best. But if you ever want motivation to work out, work out, or, or to eat a little better, Look good, just be healthy. Go, go sit down. Go sit down at at the at the the bar. The the the, the yeah. What do you call it? Yeah, the, it's the, weird that they have a bar at a, a bar breakfast place because it literally is a bar. It's a bar stool. Yeah, you're at the bar, and it's all single dudes, right? It's all just it's all, old. It's yeah, no, the olds the olds want a table. The olds will wait and sit at the table. I went there for like two years, and there were no old people up at the bar. No, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of single dudes, or maybe like guys coming in like construction workers, yeah. like may, maybe a two pair. And it's almost exclusively males. Women don't women don't rock up to the the breakfast bar because they know it's gross. That is a that is a male dominated thing, and I always just felt a little bit odd that I had a little fruit cup, little bowl of oatmeal. With some, uh, with some like skim milk, right, and then, <laughs> and then a glass of water, and I look beside me, and there's a dude, and they have a they have a thing there where it's it's a steak, it's like a fried steak, but instead of gravy, it's covered in chili, and it's like, it's like a platter. That's amazing. With this just giant fried steak. Yeah. And then the chili, you can't even see the steak because it's covered in an entire river of chili. It's a vat. It's a vat of chili. It's like that that meme from the office where yeah, he, just, he spills, where the, he spills chili. the chili. And I just look over there and like yeah, I'm not judging anyone. I'm like, hey man, we're all here just trying our best. But I just thought to myself, what what leads you to that point in life where you're like, you know what, eff it. You you know, know just, what? It's it's eight in the morning, starting my day. Give me the fried steak and you know what, just cover that in some chili. <laughs> just cover that in some chili. It's so big. That the plate of hash browns and toast come on a separate, separate plate. plate. That's you, just as big. 
And it's always just <laughs> it's, as big. It's, as, it's one plate is not one platter is not enough. It can't, you have to have separate it's a, platters. It's a two thousand calorie meal, and it's called the Big Hoss. And you got to come in and eat it. I'll tell you the what. Word the word rodeo is in it somewhere. Right? Rodeo breakfast. The Big Hoss rodeo breakfast. I'll I'll tell you what. I've I've had some pretty disgusting meals like back in the day. You know, whatever you have to do to gain weight. Yeah. Now, this wasn't a breakfast one, but we had a crappy little pizzeria. Yeah. You know, like, think, like, little smoke or what was it, Smokies? Smokies. Yeah, think Smokies uh, down in Vancouver, but it was uh, it was called Brooklyn's in Ellensburg. It's still there, and they used to have this deal from 11 to 2 every day. It was all-you-could-eat pizza and $5 pitchers. Oh. And I'll tell you what, if we didn't rock in there oh. two or three O-linemen deep and just smack a pizza and a half to two pizzas by ourselves and like two or three pitchers it was a it was a week dead at f- i'm 44 oh. years of age and when i think back to the way i ate for the first 30 years of my life i'd say about 30 it changed for me okay at 30 i was like dude this is this is not good <laughs> like we've got to we got to dial it back we got to do something here right mm. I look back at the way I, I ate for the first 30 years of my life, and sometimes I just sit there and I think, my God, like, what? What am I doing? Because now, once in a while, you, you have one of those nights. Once in a while, yeah. you, go, you go old school and you throw down, and then the next day, or really that night, you just sit there, and by sit there, you know where you're sitting, and your body just is telling you, no. Bad we're decision. Not, bad we're decision, not doing this. And you realize I spent three decades, three decades. When I was a little kid, my mom, after school, would like go to McDonald's before dinner. This is like after before, before dinner. So be, dinner was fourth meal. Dinner was fourth meal. It'd be like two forty-five, right? I get home from school, and my mom's like, uh, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to McDonald's. We'll, we'll pick something up before dinner." This is like twelve-year-old me. Your mom's the best. She is the best. I would get. The two cheeseburger meal, the the two cheeseburger yeah, the two fry, cheeseburger meal, and a nugget. That was like we would. I would eat that pre dinner snack. Pre dinner snack. Three o'clock. That at was three o'clock. Snack. That was at after three o'clock. Snack. Yes, large fry, two McDonald's cheeseburgers, nine piece nugget, large Coca Cola, and then I'm eating dinner at five fifteen. If I tried that right now. I would vomit. Oh my I would God. absolutely vomit, and yet that was a regular, regular thing. The po- get home and have a snack, and by snack, I mean two entirely separate McDonald's meals. That's insane. Because I'll tell you what, like, I I still have my time. Like probably about once a month, like yeah. I, I get it on. Yep. Like I I recently got kicked out of an Applebee's <laughs> for eating too much on the all you can eat wings. That really happened. Mm-hmm. And so I'm dialing it back because I am trying to lose weight. Yeah, you know, yeah. shout out me, 50 pounds. Yeah, you, can't be, you can't be 320 anymore. That's right. Two, 265 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. But I'll tell you what, I'm not at the point yet where, like, I'm embarrassed about it. I'm still really proud mm. of, like, I what mean, I used to be able to mean, do. I'm proud of no. the fact that I ate 20 street tacos once. Just, I'm proud that my average, like, order after doing a round of nine golfing 
and having two forties was then to go get eight tacos and a thirty pack. Like I, that's, that was that was a good time. That was like a year this, ago. This My not. brother kind of almost ate competitively like this, where he would he would try things. He worked with a bunch of people that wanted to do food bets all the time, and yeah. so he was in consulting and he was down in Texas. They went to a Rangers game where they had that hot dog called the Boomstick that was yeah. named yes. after Nelson Cruz. Yep. Two feet long, three pounds, all beef hot dog covered in cheese, uh, chili, nacho cheese, caramelized onions, and jalapenos. That's mad. They offered him three hundred bucks, well, minus the cost of the dog, which is twenty seven fifty. Yeah, uh, to eat it in ten minutes if he could finish it in ten minutes. My brother finished the whole thing in ten minutes. That's it's just, impressive. It's just it's wrong. We still it's, have it on video. It's just it's just bad. I, it's just really, really bad. We did that with a five pound burrito in Ellensburg. They still have my picture up. See? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can go see it. <laughs> Let's see what John thinks about this. I think this. it's Fidelinas. <laughs> we mail it in with the big fella when we come back. Club 1080, you're on the fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Six foot six and weight 245. Just a few minutes to go. We got the uh, big fella here. What's going on, my man? What is up, Big Suk? I am ready. I am in the parking lot at the movie theater. I'm getting ready to go in for a little Thursday night cinema. Thursday night? Uh, what happened to Tuesday night? Uh, you know where I was Tuesday night. It was not at the movies. Where were you Tuesday? What am I missing? I was standing next to you, dummy. Oh, uh, yeah. Duh. We were at the White Buffalo on Tuesday night. <laughs> I was like, wait. Did yeah, I? I'm and- like, what? what's happening? What's the White Buffalo? We rode, we rode with the you. White Buffalo. And <laughs> if, if my, movie, my movie buddy, Big Jimmy, uh, he will not be denied. So rather than cancel the movie, we just moved it to Thursday night. Yeah. What's on the uh, slate tonight? Uh, there's nothing good out right now, but we're going to go check out that dumb, um, the uh, guy from Stranger Things is Santa that kills people. Oh, Violent Night? Yeah, I want to see a little Violent Night. That's got to be good. <laughs> yeah. I want to see yeah, Santa so kill gonna, people. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to check that out. I mean, it, and it's like, I, I don't know, I've heard that it's not that great, but the concept, like if Santa can do what Santa can do, right? Obviously, he's got some magical powers. And if he decided to turn those magical powers uh, against the uh, the evil doers and the crime, I I kind of I'm kind of interested in checking that out. Look, I'm all for holiday movies like the holiday horror. Like Krampus is one of my favorite holiday movies. If you give me some holiday cheer, but you mix in some extreme violence and hopefully some nudity, you've got me sold. Oh, you've got me sold. Which, on is, nudity. Wh- which is why Die Hard works. Yes, right? Die Hard is a Christmas movie because that we don't get it. Well, you, get, there is a little. Yeah, you get some up tops. You get some up tops at the yeah. beginning. And I will right. watch that. So we're okay. Like, yeah. that's why it works. Right there. yippee ki Yeah. Hopefully Mrs. Claus uh, shows you some up tops in Violent Night. I can only hope. I'll let you know if that happens. All right, man. Well, we appreciate it. And uh, have fun. All right. Love you guys. All right. That'll do it for me. That'll do it for us. Yes, Off sir. tomorrow. Uh, best of. 
and then we have nothing coming up tonight. We not national tonight. national program. We're not going inside anything. No ducks broadcast. No nothing. Nope. Yes, sir. We'll appreciate you doing a couple O line broadcasts with me the last couple days. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. I'm off to Philadelphia. Uh, go Navy. Beat Army. We'll be back Monday. Rob should be back from Mexico. So the uh, full crew, me, Buckley, Rob, we'll see you Monday at three o'clock. You've been listening to Primetime right here on 1080 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.